0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. It happened. <laughs> Jake Paul now has a legend, a genuine legend of the game. On his resume, he defeats Anderson Silva here tonight in Glendale, Arizona. It's a unanimous decision. Uh, He pulls away late, wins the last three rounds on all three judges' scorecards, even knocks down Anderson Silva with a counter right hand in the eighth round. And here we are. My name is Sean Oshadi, this man is Jose Youngs. You already know, this is the MMA Fighting post-fight
1: show, and Jose, Mm Jake Paul just beat Anderson Silva. What is your takeaway from what we just saw? I mean, he beat him fair and square too. I mean, I, we talked about like worst-case scenarios this and that like Anderson getting melted, Anderson losing. And I said on the preview show like I just wanted a good fight. I didn't really I didn't really have a horse in the race. The the MMA fan in me obviously wanted Anderson to win, but at the end of the day I didn't really care. But Jake Paul beat Anderson Silva fair and square. A lot of people scored it for Anderson, I think, but just as many people, I think, scored it for Jake. Do you and think a
0: lot of people scored it for Anderson? I do, Anderson?
1: because... I do. When I walked, when I went through Twitter and I asked some people on Media Row, I I said after the fight, as soon as Jake got that knockdown... I was standing next to Casey, who's behind the camera right now, and I said, well, we looked at each other and goes, well, that's the fight. Jake Paul just won this fight. And then when they read the scorecards, I was like, that, you know what? I have nothing to complain about. Jake Paul beat Anderson Silva, so fair and square, and you can even see... Before the scorecards were even read, the camera went to Jake Paul's corner and he was celebrating. And they went to Anderson's corner and he was—he was He's upset, pissed. Yeah. I yeah. can't say what he was saying because then we'll get demonetized. But he was saying <laughs> a lot of colorful words. He—he he knew he had lost. He—he he even said like, "I failed in the strategy," like I failed. So Anderson knew he lost. Uh, I think a lot of people in media row knew he lost. But there was actually a surprising amount of people that did score for Anderson or had it. At, he was at least winning going into the final round. So ultimately, I mean, it was a very entertaining mm-hmm.
0: fight, right? It was a competitive fight. Going into that last round, which you said I think ultimately was the decider, yeah. for a lot of people, it wasn't actually on the scorecards. The scorecards yeah, were wider weird, regardless, right? That's which, weird. strange to me, but it's boxing, right? Mm-hmm. But going into that eighth round, I had Anderson up 4-3, mm-hmm. and then obviously the
1: knockdown, I had Jake Paul winning the, the fight ultimately. Where did you sort of end up on your scorecard? I was I was live scoring, I had Anderson up, but it wasn't like he was pulling away i thought just anderson was just out boxing jake paul but jake paul was clearly landing a lot of punches and i was even like me and Casey were watching we're like this is a this is a really really good fight like it, i had a lot of fun watching this fight and when uh, the second i had anderson winning the second anderson got dropped i said that's the fight that is that is over but I, I think i had anderson i don't remember what my exact scorecard was but i think i gave the slight edge to anderson going to the final frame it's so
0: funny now where we land on this whole saga, right? Because this yeah. has sort of been something now for the last couple of years. It's been a very slow... I mean, I don't even know if very slow is right, because it doesn't feel like it's been a slow escalation. It's been a pretty fast escalation. You start with Ben Askren, you go to Tyron Woodley, and now you're all of a sudden fighting Anderson Silva and knocking down Anderson Silva uh, in the middle of this fight and winning this fight comfortably ultimately oh, yeah. on the scorecards. Did Jake Paul surprise you a little bit tonight? Because I think coming into this, right, there's a lot of conversation we had throughout the week with just our MMA media pals, even just, you know, the boxing media, et cetera, of Jake Paul hasn't fought a guy who really knows how to box yet. Jake Paul hasn't fought a guy who knows how to throw combinations yet. He hasn't fought a Southpaw. He hasn't fought somebody bigger than him. There were a lot of things so that were... There were just a lot of partitions yeah. that were being thrown up yeah, yeah, yeah. this week that all of a sudden
1: we now have some answers. Did he surprise you in there with what he looked like? He surprised me in the sense, like, we all, every, we, everyone said the same thing. He's young, he's fast, and he hits really hard. But the strategy that he sort of implemented where when Anderson would push push him into the ropes and kind of try to, you know, get these flurries, these close flurries, this dirty boxing, Jig Paul would immediately, like, clinch up and like stop the action and then the and then you see Anderson like just go "Ah," and then the referee. He's kind of playing around with it a little bit. I saw him pat pat his head and tap on his back. That sucks to watch but it's the right thing to do if you're Jake Paul like don't take damage force the referee to stop the action the clock doesn't stop and they bring you back and then they separate you and then you get reset so Jake was doing a, was doing the right thing in there, and he even said like the the punch that dropped him was not something he planned for. Like you remember when when he knocked out Tyron, he saw that opening because he was faking, 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 and then went up. That was just a flurry. So I am supremely impressed with Jake Paul's chin. I am Man can take extremely, a shot. extremely, extremely impressed with his ability to just throw bombs with Anderson Silva. Like Anderson threw out him, he countered back and vice versa. And I was impressed with he just he had the ability to just stop the fight and slow it, much to the chagrin of Anderson Silva.
0: I, was, I will say, add to that, that I was impressed with his ability to keep his composure in there True. while fighting Anderson Silva, while Anderson Silva is doing the Anderson Silva stuff, yeah. right? Because ultimately, Jake Paul is a 25-year-old kid who grew up watching this guy, idolizing this guy, and you watch him do it to Forrest Griffin, you watch him do it to Stephen Bonner. I would imagine it's a lot different when he's yeah. standing in front of you doing all of that, and you can manage to push through that and stick
1: with your gameplay. Yeah, it's like imagine playing basketball with Michael Jordan. And then Michael Jordan like goes for that fadeaway, and you're like, I've seen this a million times. And then you are prepared for it, and you block Michael Jordan like never gonna happen. But that's essentially what Jake Paul did tonight. He fought his childhood hero and just bested him. It's crazy. It is crazy to think about. But here we are.
0: Here we are. I mean. The the MMA community I would say the relationship between it has with Jake Paul is there's a lot of adjectives you could use. Let's just say it's interesting, right? And even this whole week, we've said it amongst ourselves, this felt almost like an <laughs> MMA event, even though it wasn't it was ostensibly 100% an MMA a boxing event. event. Yeah. There was nothing but MMA media. I mean, obviously some boxing yeah, media, too. Course. But a lot of the conversation was MMA media uh, talking about MMA. There's fighters' associations being thrown Rye out. George St. Pierre is Avila here. Was there, yeah. Yeah, it's just generally it was a very MMA event. Even the crowd felt very MMA heavy. I mean, Anderson was getting lots of love here tonight. Jacob he got, got booed. He got booed a lot. Is this the one, though? I mean, beating Anderson is a lot different than beating Tyron Williams. It's a hell of a lot different than beating Ben Askren. Is this the one that gets Jake
1: Paul that respect in this community? If it doesn't, it's a massive step forward because you're always going to get... And I don't agree with almost anything Jake Paul says, but I do agree with everyone's like, oh, Anderson's 47. Oh, he's past his prime. Oh, he's only had a couple fights. Like, I'm younger and faster. Like, everyone's going to say that. But having... Anderson Silva's name on your resume for the rest of your life. You can never take that away. Jake Paul never fights again. The fact that he has Anderson Silva on his resume, you can't take it away. And he knocked him down. And knocked Anderson Silva down. The guy that was tough, the best, like clearly one of the on the Mount Rushmore of just MMA, not just UFC. So. I don't know if it's enough to get him the respect of the boxing community, which is ob- inevitably what he needs to do if he wants to like get this world championship that he keeps talking about. Because Anderson Silva is not a boxer. If he did this to like Tommy Fury, or Rockwinov Jr., it's a different story. But this is a—you can't overstate how impressive it is to beat Anderson Silva, especially from the MMA crowd. Because I went on Twitter. I was following along. Like DC was talking about it. Mike Gaze was talking about it. Like people were tuning in to watch Anderson Silva beat Jake Paul, and he did it. You can't take it away from him.
0: Let's talk about what this all means. And, and obviously, let's start with Anderson, right? Yeah. Because, again, living legend on the Mount Rushmore, one of the greatest of all time. He now joins this club with Ben and Tyron as having Oof. lost to Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. And he ha- Jake Paul has some <laughs> highlights on him. That loss for those other guys has followed them in mm-hmm. a p- pretty profound way. It, they, it is somewhat inescapable on the Internet, social media, et cetera. Whenever they do anything, you just find Jake Paul in their comment section. We've talked, we talked in the lead-up to this of what this would mean to Anderson's legacy. His legacy is very different than those two men, and his legacy is one of the biggest in the
1: sport. Does this become a part of his legacy, do you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be as negatively affected as Tyron and Ben because the build-up to that fight was a lot of trash talk. It was pretty, like, the press conferences was, was pretty heated. The media, like, we saw it. Jake Paul like confront Ben Askren like during medicals we saw the press comes we saw the face-to-face Tyron Woodley wanted to hurt this dude Ben Askren wanted to hurt this dude yeah we saw war Anderson but I would just think that was Anderson turning it on I don't think he generally had animosity towards Jake Paul so the fact that the build-up was friendly Jake Paul said nothing but positive things until like they had the stare down it is what it is I don't think Jake Paul—I think Jake Paul's going to talk about, obviously, beating Anderson, but he's not going to, like, hold it over Anderson's head. It doesn't seem like that's the guy, especially if they're going to do this fighters' union thing that they're talking about. I think that—if that inevitably comes to fruition, that's the story that's going to follow Anderson. So let's talk about the
0: fighters' union thing, because now that's on the table, right? That was the bet. I think it would have—they
1: would have probably tried to do it even if—
0: but now there's yeah. more impetus to, to sure. do it,
1: right? That was the bet. Mm-hmm. Either kickboxing match record. or
0: we're gonna, you're going to start the fighters union with me. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is something realistic? And do you think this is something we will actually see movement and progression on now moving forward?
1: I think if they, if they take this slow approach and they don't just... Because we've seen all these unions try to happen before. And I feel like they just try to just do something major right away. And they just try to change the game in a week. And it, just, it never works out. If they get Anderson and they get George, like George's obviously tried to do do this before, but now that he's out of the UFC, maybe he he tries it again. And they didn't say it's just UFC. They just said this was all MMA. No, they wanted all MMA. They wanted all MMA. George and Anderson are, they're the guys I described in the preview show. They walk into a room, everyone gets out of the way. They talk, everyone listens. They're the two names, they're two of the names you need. So I think if it's going to happen it's it's never been more realistic than it has right now
0: well let's talk about what's next because i think last time we saw jake paul fight obviously the tyron woodley fight yeah it was a big question mark right Mm -hmm. we came away from that fight being like okay he just knocked out tyron woodley but what really is next Mm -hmm. there was it didn't feel like an obvious answer to leap from Today, I think it's a big difference, right? We saw Nate Diaz here. He was a presence all throughout fight week, supporting Chris Avila. Uh, He got into a little bit of an altercation here backstage. Our boy Casey was there on the scene. Um, There is obvious tension here. There's obvious money to be made here. Is there any way that it isn't Nate Diaz next, do you think?
1: I mean, if it's not Nate Diaz, it's, it's gonna be because of Nate Diaz's side, probably. Maybe, like, he keeps tweeting about, like, oh, let's not entertain, like, the phonies and I'm only here for the real ones But at the end of the day Nate is a prize fighter and he left the UFC for a reason to try things Nate Diaz likes money. Nate Nate Diaz loves money uh, and I, Me and Casey were were we saw him like when went right before the entrances Nate walked out and in that moment if Anderson Jake and Nate Diaz were all in the arena Nate Diaz would still have been the most popular person in that arena. There was a line of maybe 400 people waiting to get a photo with him. He got the biggest pop he of the night. He got, without question, he got the biggest pop of the night. If I'm Jake, I do everything in my power to fight Nate Diaz because I think Jake Paul could very easily be. Not easily, but, like, the You'd thought pick of... pick him. Then. I would pick Jake Paul to beat Nate Diaz right now. Maybe that's just, like, recency bias. Maybe I just haven't sat down and thought, thought about it. I've seen Nate Diaz fight. Jake Paul is a very large man that hits really hard. Nate Diaz is not one to known for one that can just melt you. Never seen Nate Diaz in a boxing match, so maybe that has something to do with it too. But if the biggest fight that they can make right now, based on the reception that Nate got and Jake's performance, is Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. Whether it happens or not is on Nate's shoulders, I think. I would be stunned. If we don't end up oh, seeing that fight. Because question. it is
0: so much money now at stake in that. There's so much money you'd be leaving on the table if that's not the next yeah. move. And every step this week, it felt like they were laying the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. for yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. They were laying, planting the seeds. Even up to Nate Diaz walking past us in the uh, right before weigh-ins while a Jake Paul promo is playing, and then he calls out Nate in that promo, and Nate flips him off. Everything aligned this whole week. <laughs> the way these two guys would be oh, intersecting at, at the points in their career, they would be. Nate Diaz just coming off of the UFC, He's probably more popular now than he's ever been before. And Jake Paul just knocked down and beat Anderson Silva. How big do you think that fight could be?
1: A million pay-per-views, I think.
0: You think that, that's I the think first
1: Paul fight to cross the mill? I what? do. I do. Because Anderson Silva is beloved by the masses of MMA, but Nate Diaz is a guy that really tr- crosses over to bolt like he has a sect of fans that just adore him and they are team diaz to the like it doesn't matter who he fights they are there and they're gonna pick him to win and they're probably gonna fight you if you if you if you pick against nate nate's fan base and anderson's fan base are different anderson is a beloved figure nate is a cult icon nate is a nate is a guy that like, you'll see someone walking down the street with a Team Diaz jersey. Not a UFC shirt, Team Diaz. It's Diaz versus the UFC. It's Diaz versus the world, as they always say. So I really think that could be a million pay-per-view buys. I really do. Right.
0: Let me throw you another option. Where does Joe Riggs figure
1: into this? Hey. <laughs> hey! I was wondering, like, it's been about 12, 15 minutes, and we haven't talked about Joe Riggs. Like, what do we even Frankly, do? that's like, the real money. Like, probably. Casey came in all the way from L.A., And this is the first moment we're talking about Joe Riggs. We have failed in our journalistic integrity. I I apologize, everybody. Well, you know,
0: everybody who knows Anderson knows Joe Riggs. Shit, man.
1: Everybody. That's a rule. I mean, when you say it out loud, it just makes sense. It does. Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, let's close with this, man, because obviously (laughs) Anderson, you know, it's not the first time we've seen him lose. Nope. He's 47 years old. Yep. This this post-UFC career felt miraculous almost in a way. If you re- remember where he was when he came off the UFC, right? Mm-hmm. I think he lost nine of his last ten or something like that. I
1: don't think it was that. It was like four or five, five, because he had long stretches. That it it was longer. a bad, it was
0: ultimately yes. a very bad run. Mm-hmm. But now this boxing thing, he's really found a revival. He was looking so good in, in these various fights, Tito, Chavez Jr. Now this, what's next for Anderson? Do you sort of want to see him call it from here? Or no. Do you, do you just want to see him keep fighting these fights and, uh, and doing, you know...
1: The Legends Tour, maybe. I want to see him keep fighting if he wants to keep fighting. Until it's sad to watch, I I hope Anderson keeps fighting. Because he didn't... Yeah, he got dropped by a 25-year-old, but he was very much in there, that fight. He was very competitive. Now, do I want to see him fight like Canelo? No. But, I mean, I'll pay to watch him fight Roy Jones Jr. finally. I was going to say, is Roy Jones Jr. finally time for this? Like, I... Freaking hope so, man. I would love everything about that. That should have happened in 2011. Now, the fact that we're getting it 11 years later is a little bit annoying. But yeah, I really want to see that fight very, very badly. And until he until he looks old, until father time catches up, I have no problem with Anderson continuing this. I mean, he looked old tonight, but he, he still did, looked but like you know what I mean. He
0: still had moments where he looked yeah. like Anderson still. Correct. Well, man, it's been a weird week. Yes, it has weird, it's been a weird, weird night.
1: It's been a weird couple of weeks, guys.
0: Well, you know. It is what it is. Jake Paul now has Anderson Silva on the resume. And this uh, little boxing run at Anderson's is taking its first it's a speed bump. It's been a
1: rough couple of months for Brazilian fighters, huh? Glover, it, it Aldo, really has. Charles, Anderson. Man, Nina's got her title back. and They got Figueiredo coming up in Rio. But, man, it's been a rough couple of months for Brazilian icons. Hopefully, Shogun uh, isn't added to that list. Not even gonna, I'm not gonna throw the
0: <laughs> jinx on that. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for keeping with us all week as we've kept brought you coverage from Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva here in Glendale. His name is Jose Youngs. My name is Sean O'Shaughnessy. We appreciate you guys. Keep it locked to MMA fighting, and we'll see you soon. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
1: More to dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of.